It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. This is Debbie Kiever and Laura Pereno. You and I are thanking God for another year together of podcasting. Yes, we I are. I know that um, we've had a, a fun time communicating with listeners as they've shared parts of different um, podcasts that they've really enjoyed. But Laura, I always, I just will say that it's been a great year doing life with you and enjoying um, another year of just chatting about the word of God together. It's one of our favorite things that we get to do together. So thanks for being part of that journey uh, with me. I love you and appreciate you as we wrap up um, yet another year together. I feel we the are, same way, Deb. I got to say, I feel the same way. And it is exciting to be in another December and uh, and talking about talking about Jesus. So that's right. God. That's right. Well, this topic is one that um, I've spoken on in the past because, man, it resonated so much with me. Um, I think one of the, for me, a red flag in my own attitudes and my behaviors for when I am not really walking with the Lord uh, in that moment is a lack of peace. Mm-hmm. And I think of I think that I just think that's a topic we're noteworthy to take a whole month on. So we're calling um this series in December the Prince Who Brings Peace. Amen. And yet uh, kind of a play on words, uh, this missing piece is the title of this podcast. And I love to to look in the Christmas story in Luke 2 14. It says, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. I don't know about you, but peace seems to be a theme in December. It really is. And I think uh, even when we were trying to figure out what God would have for us for December for these podcasts, um, we can go so many different ways. And we have had a lot of fun talking about the Christmas story in the past. But with the way that the world is um, right now in our story, I I know that word peace just really struck home with both you and me. Uh, It's hard to find uh, peace in the world today, right? People are talking about places that are full of chaos or war or um, really painful parts of stories. And so to recognize that part of the Christmas story is peace, Mm -hmm. uh, it really is a great place to sit as we go into this Christmas season. And I know as, as you know, you drive down the street or you hear songs on the radio, uh, we see the word peace on Christmas cards, on Christmas signs. Um, people are wishing for world peace inside mm-hmm. of this Christmas season. We all want peace within our families and we want internal peace. Um, there's just something in each one of us that longs for peace, Deb. Yeah, we, we're kind of using a play on words in this podcast, which I don't know, practical examples uh, make me laugh. We were doing a family puzzle. Now I'm not a huge um, jigsaw puzzle fan. I will just put that out there probably because I don't have the patience to do that 500 piece puzzle. But we, I was recently doing a puzzle, uh, with a family and you're so close, like you're almost done. And you know, we're having a good time. Like it's, it's one thing you kind of pick up and you jump back in, you talk about life while you're doing it, but oh my gosh, pull the rug out from under us because there was a missing piece like in the end, all this family joy went out the window. Suddenly you're going, <laughs> this was the biggest waste of time. Right. And it all comes down to Laura that something w- was left incomplete. Mm. Like there's something in us. It's not the doing mm. the puzzle that 
honestly, for me, it's not the joy of doing the puzzle. It's that feeling of who gets to put the last piece in, Mm. snap it in place. Now I can sleep. Now I can rest. But instead what we happened, we had to go through all the, you know, the cushions and couldn't find it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I look at that puzzle. Like this is a dumb puzzle because it's not, (laughs) it's not whole. (laughs) <laughs> well, honestly, it's a puzzle that should be taken off the shelf, Debbie, right? Yeah, because it's well. not complete and it's not whole and it's only going to lead to frustration every time that puzzle is brought back to the table. So I, I really think that's a beautiful analogy because it, it's us too, mm-hmm. because we all want to feel complete and whole and we want to feel in life and in our relationships, like we're not missing anything. That's right. Nobody wants to be in a place of lack mm-hmm. and feeling Uh, incomplete really makes us feel like a state of unrest because we're searching Mm -hmm. for the thing that's going to complete us. Being complete is important to us. And of course, right, God created us. He created us to be people who live and walk in peace. And and he's given us uh, the word. And the word in the New Testament for uh, peace is a word that is erine. Am I saying that right, Debbie? Because sounds close enough for me. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I am used to the Hebrew word, which I know we're going to hit on later on. But the Greek word is Arane. And that's the word for peace, biblical peace in the Greek. So we see it in the New Testament. And it means to join or to tie together into a whole. So you're thinking about all of those puzzle pieces. And when they are brought back together and that last piece is there, right? There's a a sense Mm -hmm. of Arane. It means it's properly together. It's whole. And Mm -hmm. uh, all of the essential pieces that are necessary for a story or for a life are brought together. Um, That Arane, that piece really is God's gift of wholeness. Isn't that so different too? A lot of times people would think peace would actually mean like there's no problems. There's no Mm. worry. There's, there's no chaos. There's no noise. I mean, I can think of years of teaching kids at church And you could have a lot of busy movement and things flying and laughter and even some squabbles between kids. And yet I would describe the moment as this is a very peaceful classroom. Mm -hmm. And somebody else would look at me like I have four heads. Yes. So the circumstances are not what this piece is. It's what's going on on the inside. And isn't that, isn't that so important? Because I don't know that I've ever found a place, a circumstance where like absolutely everything Mm. is exactly the way I want it to be. Mm. You know, Mm. if you're looking, if you're looking there, then you're going to be disappointed. And there's, we're longing for peace. Each one of us, mankind is wired to long for peace so that we would ultimately long for the one who is the source of peace. That's right. We long for peace in that vertical relationship with God. Uh, We are long and, and whether or not you are, talking about the God almighty, there's a, that soup, that spiritual being, right. The one that created you it's wired in our spiritual DNA that we long for our creator. That's right. That's why it's important spiritually to have that vertical piece in place. We also long for it horizontally with each other. And then in between your ears, right. In your own heart, we are longing for peace within ourselves. And if we don't have that sense of feeling complete, that peace inside where nothing is missing, then it's because we are not looking to Jesus as the source of peace. It's a, it's almost like, and I'm sure you've never done this, but I know I have many <laughs> times, you know, where you're, you're putting a piece to get a puzzle piece together and you go, I can make this fit. Mm, I yes. will shove this baby in there 
And, and I know it's round and that's a square, but I'm darn it. I'm going to make this thing fit. Yes. And that's what we tend to do, right? We tend to try to force our way into finding that piece. And ultimately Jesus is that missing piece. Wow. So I'm thinking about the things that we try to force into that space that only Jesus can fill. And uh, I think one of the first things that we try to fit in there is other people, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is the one who who fills that space. And yet so many times we look to other people. And I remember, honestly, when I was in my early 20s, just thinking, you know, there was something missing, right? And I wanted to get married. I wanted to meet somebody. Um, and some, so many times we say, like, if I get married, then I'll I'll have that mm-hmm. peace met, right? There'll be a, a wholeness to my story if I get married. And boy, we find we get married and we find out that wasn't it, right? <laughs> and so many times we also feel like um, we put it on other people too, which let's just put this out there, totally unfair to do this to anybody, right? Because nobody, right. nobody can complete us. And so we try to look to other people for this, but you can always think like, if I just had one really good friend, if I just mm-hmm. had somebody who really understood me or really listened the way I needed them to listen or gave me the input that I needed, then then that would kind of bring me that wholeness because I just need someone to listen to me. Well, we totally know that Jesus, right, is the only one that has walked everything that we've walked. And so we're never going to find that in a friend. Some of us think if I can just have kids, I will feel complete. And while all of these people that God allows us to be in our story, they do meet mm-hmm. needs, they're never going to be able to complete us. That's right. That's right. And do you like when someone puts that pressure on you? No. Like, I want you to be my everything. Man, that just- It's heavy. tension. It's a heavy thing. Absolutely. So we look at other people. We also look at our circumstances. If I could just land my dream job, if I yes. could just get my dream house, my dream car, get that promotion, if I could just lose weight, if I could just yeah. get healthier, if I could just have a good hair day, I mean- <laughs> All those things, right? And again, none of them are wrong. Yeah, yeah. But if that's what you're relying on to complete you, to bring that internal peace, and then, oh my gosh, that's a lot of pressure. And we all know that none of those things are foolproof. That's right. They're going to let you down. That's and when right. they let you down, it's that missing piece of the puzzle. That's right. That's right. And sometimes we look toward our own efforts to find completion. Like, I just need to work harder at what I'm doing and then I'll feel better about it. Or kind of what you were talking about with losing weight, right? If I could just have better self-control, if I could just do the things better that I'm supposed to be doing, or um, some of us who struggle with procrastination, if I could just finish what I start. Um, all of those things are true because we know that when we have tasks hanging over our heads, we are going to experience a lack of peace, but Mm -hmm. it's still, even when that task is finished, Um, All of those efforts are really good, but we're still going to feel unsettled, uh, incomplete, and we're still going to feel lacking, even if all of our own efforts are at our best. That's right. That's why I love this, this whole podcast, this whole teaching, the source of peace in our lives is the Prince of Peace. Amen. Right. He, he is the missing piece that we're looking for. He is the one who is going to complete us, who's going to make us whole. I love uh, the prophetic word in Isaiah 9, 6, for to us, a child is born, to us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. 
I love that. I love that so much. I feel like we just need to sit for a quick second and just reflect on all of the amazing uh, names that God gave to his son, right? At Christmas that we're celebrating. But, you know, we're hitting the last one today, which is Prince of Peace. And that word, um, we love to dig into words in the Bible. And that word prince is the word sar, S-A-R. And it means like the chief captain, the general, or the governor, or the keeper. And then peace in the Hebrew, because now this is in the Old Testament. So in the Hebrew, it's shalom. And it's a word that we use a lot. Um, Shalom, you know, it's a it's a common greeting uh, in Hebrew. And it means completeness. It's the it's the equivalent of that um, Arane that we talked about in the Greek. So just think of he's the prince of peace, right? He is the governor of what makes us complete and whole. So that prince of peace is is just huge. And when when this prophecy was given in Isaiah and in the time uh, when Jesus, the Prince of Peace, was born. Man, it was a time of unrest. But if we reflect, uh, especially when Jesus was born, uh, peace was something that the Jewish people were not experiencing and mankind was just craving. They had been under the Roman rule for so many years. There was so much suffering. The Jews were constantly crying out for the promised Messiah. And then in the middle of a quiet night, right, we've all read the Christmas story in Luke chapter two, um, the Prince of Peace was born and it was this unexpected announcement, but it wasn't just that it was an unexpected announcement. And this is what I love. It was an unexpected source of peace. The Prince of Peace did not come the way they thought that he would come. The announcement was not what the Jewish people thought it was going to be about. Mm hmm. They because they were looking at the wrong place, mm-hmm. right? Their their view, their interpretation of Messiah that's going to overrun and rescue and deliver the Israelites did not sound like a baby born in a manger, right? Not even that's made right. room in a crowded right. town. They that's were right. it's like a superhero. You know, he's probably yeah. coming in on a big horse, big cape, big you know spear, yeah. big army behind him, yeah. and so they're looking for the source of peace in a completely opposite, it could not be more opposite than the way the Prince of Peace entered the world. And yet here he comes, right? Mm. Born in a manger as a newborn, born to this young girl, right? And and Joseph, and he's the one that's going to settle the issue. That The issue that is we need peace in three those three relationships with God, with each other and with ourselves. Yes, He was the answer, but he kind of comes in and nobody recognizes him for, for who he is, even yes. though the prophetic word pointed in detail to the way he came, yes. nobody nobody saw it. Yes. It, you know, it's it's just crazy, isn't it? Amazing. Because when you're saying that they, they knew a Prince of Peace was coming and then God's like, well, here's the Prince of Peace, like a baby in a manger. Mm-hmm. It's just encouraging to me because like you just said, people would have looked at that and said, this, this clearly cannot, this cannot be God. Right. This right. is not the way the answer was supposed to come. It's really encouraging for us in the situations in our story that don't look like, right, mm-hmm. they're peaceful or everything's whole. Sometimes God does come in with the thing that doesn't right. look like it's going to be the peace. And right. uh, yet we have to trust, man, that that is, that is the deal. So pretty amazing. Or he gives you instruction, right? He gives you instruction. This is what I want you to do. And this will reestablish peace maybe in a relationship. And you're like, I don't think any of that makes sense. Exactly. And that's actually the whole entire Bible. Yeah. Every time they were, it was like, what? Put my yeah. arm out over and the, the water's going to part and all the people are going to come yeah. through. So I, I just love God's word so much. Kind of side note, but that is just 
truly, truly amazing. Um, mm. I love the fact that Jesus, the Prince of Peace, did come to settle all of the issues, right, for the peace that we need in our story. Um, and and the first one really is that we need peace with God. Mm-hmm. And while, uh, you know, the, the Jewish people at that time were looking for someone to bring down Rome, the bigger picture is really that every one of us is, has been born with a sinful nature and more than we need Rome conquered in our story. We need to be in a personal relationship with a Holy God mm-hmm. and sin came in. I've just been reading honestly to my granddaughter. She is loving the story in Genesis where Adam and Eve eat the fruit, right? And they did not listen to God, right? Mm-hmm. It was the moment that sin came into the story. But as we keep reading through the children's Bible, it all comes back to the fact that God wants to reestablish that relationship with his people. And so we're born created longing for this relationship with our creator. And yet because of sin, we are unable to connect with our Holy creator. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we can't have peace on our own in our relationship with God. And so the Prince of peace came, right? Jesus came and he paid the penalty for our sin by dying on the cross so that that peace with God can be established, right? We can have peace with God now through our Prince of peace. When we keep talking about, we look other places, Jesus makes it clear. Listen to John 14, six, Jesus told him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the father except through me. He is mm. the only, he is the only way to get this accomplished Amen. in our lives. So we're not, you can try all you want. You may have really nice people in your life, but you'll never be able to experience that peace in your relationship with God apart from the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's, you know, John 1 12 says that we're called children of God when we believe and receive Amen. him as our savior. And, you know, you, you don't find peace in a church. Amen. You don't find peace in a pastor or a Bible study leader, although they're all important, right? They're all important for growth. The peace comes when you believe that, that Jesus is that sacrifice on the, on the cross for your sin and you receive his forgiveness. You receive the relationship gift that he gives you. It's two part, believe and receive. That's how you're established as his child. And at that point is where the Prince of peace comes and he lives in you. Amen. He's actually Amen. living in you. Amen. So the first thing he does is he comes to give us like amazing, right? The Prince of Peace comes so we can have peace with God. Mm-hmm. But the Prince of Peace also comes so we can have peace with man. Yeah. Which we are in the holiday season and, uh, you know, we've just had Thanksgiving. We're getting ready to roll into Christmas, Christmas Eve, lots of family gatherings. And I think all of us might get a little smile on our face if we think (laughs) about all of the family gatherings where there has been um, conflict or digs or hurtful comments. Sometimes we even might be part of it, right? Where maybe we roll our eyes or, or whatnot. But we all know those seasons when family comes together and and we don't have peace at the table or there's something mm-hmm. underlying, right? Just think that when we are walking, when we are all walking, right, with the Prince of Peace, he came to give us peace with man. And so places that used to be hurtful can be replaced by forgiveness because that's right. what Jesus came to bring us, right? Forgiveness with him and then also with each other. And instead of speaking words that might cause strife, like he came so that we can speak words of blessing to each other. He taught us, he showed us all through the the New Testament, how to use words to build up each other, to encourage each other. And even when we are in a family relationship and man, we may 
disagree on everything under the moon, we have the opportunity to walk in the way of Jesus Christ and actually have peace with each other. That's real peace. That's right. When you don't agree on everything, but you can sit at the family table Mm -hmm. and you're both in Christ and you can have peace with man. I mean, that's, that's huge. So I think it's important to like, let's look back. Let's see how we did over Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we might be seeing some of that same family at Christmas. Yeah, so, right. you know, you ask yourself, like, how, like what's the litmus test? How yeah. was your peace? Yeah. How was your inner peace uh, at that, around that table? Yeah. What was going on inside of you? Because you can kind of fake it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You threaten your children. Like, do not talk to... <laughs> about this topic or do not, you know, just you, everybody look happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Make it look, make yourself look happy. But I think holidays really squeeze out the truth of what's yes. really behind there. So I, let's just look, how did we do in Thanksgiving? And now how are you approaching uh, Christmas? How are mm. you approaching this next season? And I'll tell you, there's so much emphasis on the decorations the music, the eggnog, the Hallmark shows, you know, right? All the traditions of of what your churches do. And again, all of them are good. But if you're making them what the source of what makes you happy, you will you will be disappointed. So yes. kind of think about how did you do preparing for Thanksgiving and and what are you speaking to yourself right now? I'll be happy if I can get my Christmas baking done. I'll be happy if I Yes. I can get my cards out. Just what is it that you're banking your peace and your happiness, your contentment on? Is it anything other than that daily time with the Lord mm-hmm. that you're going to find? And then you got to re, you got to re step back and reboot and think I have, I'm going to miss the, going to miss the mark again. You know, this is That's our right. chance to do it right, to do it differently in the month of December. That's right. Well, it all comes back to the fact, Debbie, that the Prince of Peace is the only true source of peace that we can have with other people. And I love Galatians 5, and it's familiar to so many of us. It's the place where the fruit of spirit is listed. And it's so easy to rattle off the fruits of the spirit, right? When you're going through Galatians 5, but peace is in there. And in fact, it's what, number three, right? Love, joy, peace. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Um, So peace is in there. It's a byproduct that comes from abiding or in the vine. And Jesus says he is the vine. He is the Prince of peace. So when we are actually walking according to the spirit, abiding in the vine, peace is a byproduct of that abiding, right? It's wholeness, completeness. It settles over our hearts and relating to the other people that are in our lives when we are surrendered to the father. It really does honestly just blow my mind how God's word is so relevant and practical to every single thing that we walk and abiding in Jesus impacts every relationship that we have and is the only place that we can have that peace. So peace is a byproduct of, of walking with Jesus. It just makes me want to walk with Jesus even more. I said something at the very beginning of this podcast that the lack of peace for me is like a red flag. Mm-hmm. That something's yes. off, something's yes. off. So if abiding, if, if making a priority to my personal relationship with Jesus, that personal time with him, like opening my Bible, pulling out my journal, spending some time in prayer, if that is my priority, then I will have peace. That's right. But if there's any month in the year that tends to squish out uh, that that quiet time, you know, or like shortens it, 
uh, it's going to be the month of December because yes. everybody puts so much pressure on things they got to get done. And, and the father's like, of all the things you should not put off or not squeeze out, right? Yeah, it's that's your, right. It's your one-on-one. It's that abiding. That's right. Because the first thing you'll lose is your peace. You'll find yourself more irritated. That's right. With people and, and just, and then where's the joy? There's that's no, right. you know, there's no joy. There's all the other fruits of the spirit. If I don't prioritize spending time with the Prince of Peace abiding, then I Amen. will struggle to love people. I will struggle to have joy, self-control. I mean, just go through your list of the fruits. That's you'll right. have less of those. That's and right. Less of all those, man, you're not going to feel settled on the inside. That's that right. Com- that completed feeling. That's I mean, right. I don't know about you, but have you ever like tried to make a relationship feel peaceful? Yes. Like, I don't like this person, but I'm going to work really hard <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. cordial, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I'm just going to smile behind mm-hmm. gritted teeth, you know, like this mm-hmm. is, it's not hard when we're forcing that it's like forcing the puzzle piece. We're forcing it. We are doing that on our own strength, not out of what naturally flows when yeah. we surrender those relationships to the Lord, when we surrender our attitudes and our right to be heard and our right to have things done our way, we surrender mm. those things, lie it down, lay it down and go, mm. God, I just want you to be Lord of the way I respond here. Mm. That's when the peace flows out of us in the direction, even towards the most irritating people. And then we look at ourselves and go, wow, this was not that bad. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> and right. we have to just say, God, this was because of you, not because uh, of me accomplishing anything. You know, it's so interesting. Have you ever been around the table and the puzzle's being done, and you see the person trying to force the puzzle piece, and yeah. you're sitting there thinking, "This is not going to work." Like, when is she going to stop trying to do this thing? Right. So I, I, I just see that in there too. We can't, we can't do it aside from Jesus. Yeah. I love the fact that. Uh, the Prince of Peace came, right? To give us peace with God, to give us peace with each other, but it also came to give us peace within our own hearts, right? To give mm-hmm. us internal peace ourselves. Um, I know for me what it looks like, kind of like you were just referencing when I am not uh, internally peaceful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure that with the really the mental health crisis that we've got going on in our country today, right? Anxiety is at an all-time high uh, people can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think critically about ourselves, about others. Our emotions are all over the place. We go from happy to sad to frustrated. Uh, I mean, I'm sure as I'm, I'm even listing these things. So many of us would say, "Yeah, been there. Yeah. Can't sleep mm-hmm. at night. There's things I just can't stop uh, dwelling on." When we're in that state, right? We're not at a place of internal peace, Mm-mm. and yet the Prince of Peace came so that we can have mental peace so that Mm -hmm. we can have peace in our heart and in our emotions. Um, And it's interesting because peace with God, peace with man, uh, there is something about peace within ourselves that keeps us up at night Uh, more so maybe than the others, because we, it's like, we just have all these things spinning around inside of us. We're not complete. And we, we feel like we have to take it on ourselves. So I, I feel like um, peace within ourselves, man, we know when we are not at peace yeah. because all of these things are going on in the middle of it all. Yeah. You can pull it, you pull it off during the day, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of just letting people know everything's fine. Everything's yep. fine. I'm lying, but I'm fine. That's right. But when you're by yourself, that's right. Especially at night, I just think the nighttime is the toughest because yes. when you wake up and then your mind starts spinning and I think the enemy just hammers you with thinking. Yes. 
right? All kinds of those, those fearful thoughts during the night. And, and you're, you're kind of stuck, you know, you almost feel like I've heard people describe it. Like I'm stuck on that crazy train and I don't know how to get off of it. Yep. And, and really the one who has authority over that crazy train is Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. But unless we are surrendering to his authority, his Lordship, he's not going to force that on us. Yes, that's right. You know, so we, so if we're feeling stuck, you know, as we so we're thinking about this podcast and our, and the importance of Jesus has to be the center. He has to be the one that we all shift our focus towards. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm struggling in this relationship with God. I'm struggling with somebody, a person in my life. I'm struggling within myself. If we could stake, if this podcast does anything, but shift your focus to mm-hmm. Jesus, I need to pursue you mm-hmm. because you are the answer for how to uh, bring some order, to bring some completion. You're you're the answer. That shift of focus is the key. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. we walk through the these podcasts this month, I think everything that we are going to discuss this month flows out of Jesus being the center Amen. Of, of everything. Amen. There's, there's a verse that, um, uh, you know, I have to imagine it's one of your favorite ones, Isaiah 26, three, you will keep in perfect peace, all whose trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Debbie. I know it's one that's of your up favorites. there. That's up there. It's one of the top 10,000 verses for sure. Honestly, yep. it, it is really is one of the verses that I go back to all the time. In fact, even something's going on in my life today, right before we even started uh, recording this podcast, you and I were praying about something and this really is the driver, right? When we trust in God, we keep, when we're stayed in peace, uh, it's because our thoughts are fixed on him. That is really one of my favorite scriptures. That is also where we are going to start next week as mm-hmm. we go into episode two here on our uh, podcast series on the Prince of Peace. So we hope that you will come back and join us as we dive into Isaiah 26. We can stay in perfect peace, right? When we trust in him and our thoughts are fixed on him. So mm-hmm. with that being said, welcome to Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, week one is is here. Please share it if you'd like to. There's such a lack of peace and we know that mm-hmm. Jesus is the answer, right? In our relationships, in our world, all the places that don't feel whole. He comes mm-hmm. to bring us everything that we need so we can be complete. Right. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you again next time. And we pray that your holidays are peaceful. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.